over when it's me, Idris, and it seems the Patreon is popping right now. And we're going to start off with a new Patriot. Guys, up first, we have Brittany Craig. Brittany, you listen to the podcast. You realize this is something you need to be a part of. You wanted to give a little, and that's why you joined Patreon. We thank you for your patronage. We thank you, and we welcome you to being the Patriot. Thank you for being the Patriot. We love you so very much. Now, let's move on to some returning Patriots. These are people who love the podcast. They joined Patreon, but for whatever reason, they had to leave us, but they're back. That's all that matters, and you could be back too if you're not on Patreon right now. Either way, Nicole, Ostrich I, I know I just butchered your name. Ostrinig. Ostrinig? Nig. I know it ended in nig. I don't mean to make fun of your last name. It's just not necessary. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in Google Translate. And so I'm going to thank this person. Nicole Ogerchnig. Ogerchnig. Nicole Ogerchnig. Thank you for being a patriot. Thank you for joining once again, we love you so very much. Up next, we have Sid Tobias. Sid, your fan, your friend, your patriot. Or Amas, thank you for being a patriot once again. Up next, we have Angelique Franklin. Angelique, you left us your back. I love you. I saw all that matters again. All that matters is that you're a patriot now. Thank you for being the Patriot once again. And last but not least, we have Tamika Burnan. Burtnan. 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 Just making sure, guys, it's been a long day. But don't worry, I'm going to get through this read. Tamika, thank you for being the Patriot once again. Thank you for patroning this show. And thank you for being awesome. I love you all. Idris, out. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your Slap it up and put it down, everybody. This is Medium Popcorn. I'm Eddie Collins. Guys, I'm Justin Brown. And we are Medium Popcorn, and we are reviewing the new Apple TV special. Snoopy presents Welcome Home Franklin, which is crazy that a dog, a fictional character, gets a top billing like he's Tim Burton or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, everybody, a lot of people were tweeting at us. Yep. They were like, yo. I can't wait for Medium Popcorn to talk about Welcome Home Franklin. This is Franklin's first, you know, special. He's in the spotlight now. Showtime. They're like the black guy finally gets his time in the in the in mm-hmm. the front center of this crazy universe. But guess what, folks? They are having revisionist history. The Schultz family is honey dicking y'all with that trailer. Uh, because yes, what are. it doesn't show you, and mind you, this could be happening in the other Apple TV specials. We haven't watched many of them, right? I don't think we watch any of them for the show, at least. No, no, no. This is actually and, the first one. Yeah, and so maybe they've diversified. I don't know. But what I do know is when we watch this, frankly, the only black person anymore. Yeah. 
there's several black people, including a black girl that's like front and center a bunch of times. Everywhere. She doesn't talk. Mind you, she doesn't talk. We don't know her name. It's probably Lakeisha or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, Franklin, it's no. no longer about Franklin and the otherness. It's Franklin is part of this diverse community, which well, is crazy. Well, and that's the crazy thing is because they immediately, uh, Franklin immediately says, yeah. There isn't a lot of uh, variety here. So he points out that yeah. this town is not diverse at all. And he's a military brat. So his father's yeah, in the, in the yeah. military and he moves around a lot. And that and that's how he came to this town. But as more you watch this special, you start to think, is, is Franklin's father on the lamb? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were in, uh, it seemed like they were in Japan. They were in France. Um, they they were like global, yeah. And they end up in this you know bumfuck town, and you and Tati are both like, that's what happens when you're in the military. But it it is. I get it, but also, I was like, I think to your point, I don't know if Franklin's dad was in the military. Yeah, that and because Franklin Franklin's got this notebook from his grandfather because mm-hmm. his dad's never around, right? The parents are. I mean, it's the Charlie World yeah, universe. No, no, no parents, parents were around. Uh, but they claim that Charlie, uh, so Franklin's dad has a job that makes him move around a lot. And so that's why he never unpacks his suitcase. Yes. And he has this notebook from his grandfather that has all these like words, you know, pieces of advice and stuff like that. But yeah, it'd be funny if his grandfather was like Bumpy Johnson. <laughs> like, now when a nigga take your quarter, you slice him in the throat. <laughs> like, now I'm going to show you how to make moonshine. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That's like the pages that he didn't but, get to yet. So this, so the re, so all right, to to go into the whole thing is 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 Franklin's father really in the military? Um, why I say that is because um, now this is a spoiler alert, guys. Towards the end of the film, Franklin comes in. He's like, "Yeah, my dad uh, got a uh, got a job." So that means, and Charlie Brown's just like, "That means that you're leaving again." He's like, no, no, he got a job in town, yeah. so that means that we're staying. And then everybody celebrates because he's not going to move around anymore. But here's the thing. If they moved him around, they already have a job for him in the military. He's already been assigned somewhere. So the fact that he got a job, did Franklin, did they leave the military and then they just decide to settle in this white town? And then, and then he was just looking for a, to- a job in the town, which would probably yeah. be like a factory job or something like that. Yeah. So that's what it was like. Unless he was discharged or something like that, and he was looking for a job in town until they figured something out. But it, it's not clear. Yeah. It, it, it's and that's weird. why I'm just, I'm just like, I'm not sure <laughs> if, if, every, if Franklin truly knows what his daddy is doing. Well, we also don't know where they fully live. So it's possible. What if he's like in a fucking... Like New Mexico, and like dad, like his dad's actually working like Area Fifty One or some shit. That's true, but again, or it's nineteen fifty something. What if it was like uh, the Oppenheimer? No, this is nineteen sixty eight that Franklin came into the universe. Got it. So, so this has universe. No, well, until Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so at this time, so what? Vietnam went to like seventy one. So, so he wasn't in Vietnam. Uh, so he was probably so he was probably in the Korean War. And then okay. floated around after that, and you know, was stationed in different places, and then, boom, here they are. Maybe, unless, Maybe. yeah, like it, it's just I none think, of this makes sense. Yeah, to I me. mean, you know what? It would be, 
you know what sucks is that it kind of like doesn't matter anymore because now like that there's this talent suddenly diversified. Yeah. It's kind of like that's what's so weird about it. I didn't even realize how diversified they made it. And I think this is the kind of shit where it's like yes, show that representation, but at the same time, don't fuck with me when you haven't done that for decades. Just stick to what it is and slowly gradually build it. Like I feel like celebrating Franklin getting his first special and then having him surrounded by diversity made no sense. And it makes me think that halfway through this production, maybe they were like, we got to add some diversity because hmm. him being the only black dude is even more jarring because it is his special. Yeah. Because like you said, at the very beginning, it's one of the first lines in like the first three minutes, like he's going through the town in his car, looking out the window. He sees these white kids eating ice cream and shit, playing hopscotch. He's like, Oh, there's no variety here. Yeah. And at least acknowledge it when you get to a certain neighborhood, maybe, and be like, oh, they're the brown people. You know what I mean? Or something like that. But then, at the same time, why, if we're being completely honest, at this time, Franklin immediately is going where the black kids are, or at least where the brown kids are. He's going to try to find that black girl. Yeah. Or at the very least, like, the other black yeah, kids. Yeah, because are, it's 1968. <laughs> he's not going to, he's not immediately going to Linus, who's in the pumpkin patch. You know what I mean? And also, Linus starts ranting about the pumpkin patch. And then he immediately jumps when Franklin's like, hiya. And I was like, oh, the nigga scared him. But then he goes in a rant about a great pumpkin. Uh, Franklin immediately is like, um. Wait, what? All right. But he's still like, willing to give it a shot. He takes a step back. He's he still willing to give it a back. shot, though. And then he's like, and then he he's like, oh, maybe we can take this pumpkin, offer it to the pumpkin king or whatever the fuck. And then he breaks it off the vine. Yeah. Linus freaks out. Is like, the pumpkin man is never going to believe me now. He's not going to bless me with his gifts. Okay, hold on. I need to go back. Uh, the Korean War ended in 53. The Vietnam War actually started in 59. Okay. So that conflict was, you know, expanded out, out to 1975. So his dad could have been around in the Vietnam War. That's why all these kids are uh, fucking... Yeah, that's why... Vi- uh, they're, they're, oh, that's the other thing. We learned that... Um, Charlie Brown's dad was in the war. Yeah, and he was a cook in the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No. no he, was he, was a barber. A barber. he was a barber. Well, he's a barber, a barber in general, but yeah, I'm sure he was a barber in the war. Too. Yeah, they, I mean, it only makes sense. That's where he w- would have learned that skill from. Unless yeah. he was just a barber before that. But I, I something tells me that's not the case. I mean, I just... What was so wild about Franklin trying to, like... First of all, he's using his, his grandfather's book uh, for advice on how to break the ice with these white people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, crack a joke when you're meeting somebody. He's like, what does the ocean say to the person? No, how, oh. no, how does the ocean say hello? Yeah. It goes, it waves. <laughs> and then Linus is like, uh-huh. And he's like, <laughs> Now let yeah, me tell okay. you about these pumpkins. I guess that's a good joke. Yeah. And then uh, Franklin's like, I know a little bit about garden. He's like, oh, yeah, nigga boy. Come here. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, he Linus freaks out. So then Franklin's like, well, that's a lost cause. Uh, I wrote down, you dodged the bullet there, bro. So don't <laughs> yeah. get too upset. Yeah, because, you know, once Linus gets uh, gets upset and starts snapping people with that damn uh, whip, I mean, his blanket, <laughs> he's going to know that Linus ain't his friend. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, they made Linus seem fucking nuts in this. Mind you, I don't think there's any scenes really with Linus and Charlie Brown in this, which is kind of weird. No, well, especially because Charlie Brown points out that Linus is his best friend. But... You know, they did this derby I, thing, and Linus is nowhere to be found. Linus does the car with someone else. With Pigpen, with the dirty child. Oh yeah, the the one who's a germaphobe, a germaphile, germaphile. That that's what Lucy calls him. 
um, who's fucking running her therapy session, gets mad at Franklin because he's asking about some lemonade. Because it doesn't look like she has a lemonade stand. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what child in the suburbs has a, has a psychiatry uh, or a therapy uh, stand? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People sell lemonade. Not not ad- yeah. terrible advice from a young girl. Let's be real. Lucy would have said some shit about Kool-Aid. Well, it's not even that. <laughs> Lucy would have uh, truly said something racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Lucy, like, because Lucy's evil. Yeah. She says mean shit throughout this whole special. Lucy is the girl that was trying to make sure that the schools weren't integrated. Like, she was throwing, and and Linus was behind her throwing pumpkins at black kids. Just saying. Throwing pumpkins at black kids. Throwing pumpkins at black kids. Yeah. That was so wild. Frank was like, <laughs> Franklin's first question about the pumpkin is like, you're going to make pumpkin pie like a real nigga. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, goodness, no. I'm harvesting them for the pumpkin man or whatever the fuck. The, the great, great pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> the, pumpkin. <laughs> the pumpkin man, the pumpkin king. Who gives a fuck? It's all insane. True. Very it's true. This is the craziest shit. Lattice is unhinged. Yes. But this whole world is unhinged. That's why it made no sense. The fact that there's more black and brown children. Mind you, everybody, there's at least an Asian. There's a few Asians because Indians so, count as Asian. Then there's a, there's definitely a Spanish kid somewhere. Yep. Like the amount that it actually increased as the, the special yeah, went on. It was wild. And there was another black kid in there. Yes. That will like pass, uh, like, we'll just walk by and shit, like an Alfred Hitchcock cameo. I'm just like, wait a second. Wait a second. When did this town get so diverse? Because. Everything that we knew about the Peanuts was that he was the only black kid in mm-hmm. town. That's why he never had lines. That's why he always sat on the other side of the table. That's why he was always nigga jigging, according to mm-hmm. Justin. That's the phrase he likes to use. Uh, this, oh, okay, so let's talk about some of the history Okay, of Franklin. Okay. So. Justin did his Encyclopedia Brown shit. So. After um, uh, Dr. King was assassinated in 1968, a, te- a school teacher named Harriet Glickman actually wrote Schultz, urging him to Damn, introduce... Had the whole government out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had, had him to, uh, urging him to introduce a black character into Peanuts. So he wrote back saying that he thought about this and was afraid of uh, patronizing our Negro uh, friends. That was, that's a quote from him. Uh, this began a correspondence between Schultz and Glickman, which led to Schultz's creation of Franklin. So in 1997, Schultz uh, talked about receiving a letter from a Southern, a southern ed- editor, because as you all know, this was in the newspapers and things like that. And this editor said to him, I don't mind you having a black character, but please don't show them in school together. And this is because um, Schultz had a, you know, had a, had a scene where uh, Franklin was sitting in front of Pepper, Peppermint Patty. So he's like, I didn't even answer him. And then, you know, he just, you know, went on to just, yeah. you know, writing Franklin. Because he's like, Franklin better not fucking these white children, <laughs> yeah. these white angels. Well, no, because the schools were, you know, this was just oh, around the integration oh, for of sure. schools. For sure. Yeah. That's why when I saw the black girl front and center, I was like, is she Ruby Sparks? Like, yeah. who the fuck is that? Yeah, well, what's going on Ruby here? Bridges. So, Ruby Sparks, <laughs> I think is a... D- yeah, Jordan Sparks is a little <laughs> sister. <laughs> so, um, Ruby Sparks is the name of a movie <laughs> with a Paul Dano. I fucked up. 
Okay. Drill Black History, everybody. So in uh, the Charlie Brown Dictionary, it's like a picture dictionary yeah. for everybody, um, he referred uh, to Franklin as being black and showing a picture of him uh, talking on the telephone where the color of the telephone is black. The description also says that black may also refer to Franklin's skin tone, which is also known as a Negro person. Oh, yeah, for sure. Charlie Brown... So this is where this character, these are the roots of this character. And, and again, you know, uh, Charlie Brown's been around since the 50s. Mm-hmm. But Franklin actually came onto the scene in 1968. And again, that was 11 days after, um, 11 days after Martin yeah. Luther King's assassination when he received a letter from a school teacher, Harry Glickman, who was just like, hey, I think it's the time. See, this is the stuff, and like, I, I don't want to like say this is like in the, the category like the way that white people use woke, I don't want to like go that direction, mm. but this revisionist history is very upsetting. Yeah. Because it took as a consumer of peanuts for all my life. It took me a lot. It's like with any like great pop culture thing that we're fans of where we have to accept, like there's only one black character, like star yeah. Wars, yeah. Lando Calrissian, only black character for a long fucking time. You know what I mean? And then to suddenly be like, there's a lot of black people in this universe. You're like, what the fuck just happened? You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like, all right. But, but where? <laughs> yeah, because Why? you're like, okay, I appreciate maybe the effort, but you got to like, you got to make it at least true to the world. Yeah. I think that's where I get fucked up. Mm. Like, because I'm like, okay, I can accept that there would be more diversity as they're making this for modern families and children. But at the same time, you got to still connect to the core audience who, for this special, seeing this, was a moment where people were like, oh, shit, like, finally get to put the spotlight on Franklin as the sole black person and talk about his experience being in this neighborhood. Because it's like, Franklin, move into the neighborhood. Yeah. So you're pausing. Um, uh, they didn't establish that this is a full reboot of Peanuts, right? So unless you do that, it's very disingenuous in a way for you just to show up, like, start play, push play on this thing. And then, you know, Franklin does say, oh, not much variety. And then out of nowhere, there's black and brown children everywhere. Everywhere. Mind you, though, none of them are part of the main character still. Yeah, well, one kid who was um, the the one who was doing the announcement at the bo- at the soapbox car race, mm-hmm. he was you know a person of color. Yeah, it's like that's the only person that had a line throughout this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but again, going back to excuse me, Lucy being a fucking psychopath. Yo, at one point when Franklin and Charlie Brown team up to do the soapbox car, oh, we got to talk about. When they meet. So Charlie Brown, they meet at the beach. Charlie Brown, Mad Pale. Again, I have no idea where they live because the fucking environmental temperatures and shit just don't make any sense. <laughs> right? Like, it's insane. Um, also, we find out about Peppermint Patty apparently has sisters. They look like mini Peppermint Patties. It's fucking weird. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, 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 maybe we got to start at the beginning of the Apple TV now, Whatever the fuck they were doing. Hold on. Now, mind you, we, oh, we don't know if those were Pepper Patty, Patty's sisters. They were just these girls that looked just like her. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. They were, but like, it, it looked like she has like younger twin yeah. sisters or something like that. And especially back then, when people were fucking, they were fucking, and they were having a lot of kids. It's truth. But uh, so, just you know, just to put it out there. This is supposed uh, the Peanuts uh, town, whatever, is set in uh, Minneapolis. Okay. So this is supposed to be in Minneapolis or some or some uh, place outside of Minneapolis, a big city. Yeah, if this is Minneapolis back in 1968, like I said, Franklin not immediately going. 
His first target, his first person that he's trying to impress in this new town is not going to be a balding white kid in a pumpkin patch. You know what I mean? Like, that would be red flag central. Well, but that's the other thing is just like, if we're, he's in Minneapolis, that means that most likely he would live on the other side of the tracks Mm. with, you know, with other other black people. Yeah. I was you know, just saying so, he had money, which yeah, it looked like he moved into a nice house. Well, I, I mean, it, but then you're gonna have you're gonna have white people looking out the window like who them? Yeah, and look at that show them. But at the same time, Brandon, when Charlie when he first meets Charlie Brown on the beach and they're playing together, it seems like five minutes later, all of a sudden his mo- Charlie Brown's mom calls him. He goes running off. It's yep. like that could have very well have been like uh, like hey, um, you know. Who's that kid that you were talking to? Mm-hmm. Did he say where his parents live? Yeah. Like, is he from around here? Is he from the other side of town? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there was, yeah, there would have definitely been some questions or apprehension in uh, the kids actually talking uh, with a Franklin. Because again, this is 1968. Yeah. The Black Panther Party happened, you know, you know, started popping up around. It's like, white people were were afraid of black folks. Oh, sure. Yeah. So. We still are. Oh, yes. But this is, this is at the height of fear mm-hmm. at this point because we are radicalized, you oh, know, monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, based on, like, this cast now, they could definitely do an animated Peanuts version of Roll Thunder, Hear My Cry, if they wanted to. <laughs> they could, <laughs> this shit is crazy at this point. Um, and so what gets the ball rolling is the kids are all, like, this, uh, at this uh, like it's like a diner kind of thing, mm. and then these two white kids come crashing down the street in a soapbox car. They almost kill a bunch of kids, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, because we you know we got that competition coming up where everyone the winner gets pizza, a pizza party or some shit." Mm. And then that's when all the kids start pairing up, and then Franklin and Charlie Brown because they're like the only ones left without a partner, they get together. Um, everyone's shitting on Charlie Brown, like he just. He just can't catch a break. He, but he mean he's also like Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown just—he is the kind of kid you want to give a chance, and then you, he, you, everyone hang, hung out with one kid like this—the mm. kid you want to give a chance because he seems nice enough, or they seem nice enough. Seems like a nice. You guy. hang out with them, and then they do something really fucking weird. You're never going to say what it is because you don't want to make their life worse. You know what I mean? You're not going to yep. gossip about what it was, mm-hmm. but you're like. I can't, I can't hang out with you again, but I'm also going to let you continue living life without me outing this crazy shit that you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> just, I feel bad, but that's, that's who Charlie Brown is. Charlie Brown, he is literally the pariah <laughs> <laughs> of Minneapolis. <laughs> I mean, you pointed out that all the kids are going to like, Wood shops and shit to get equipment for their soapbox. And Charlie Brown went to the junkyard. Yeah. And he comes. How does Snoopy have a better car than him? Snoopy's got a rocket. Brandon, again, they're making soapbox cars. They're going to race them down a hill. So it's all about gravity and all that kind of stuff. But so Charlie Brown comes with like, you know, an office chair wheels. Yes. The soapbox car. Like the ones, (laughs) (laughs) like, like oscillating wheels. And, and and like Frank says, like yeah, I don't think that these are gonna work. And I'm like, if I was Franklin, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, she was right. Yeah, this kid's out of his damn mind. <laughs> and then, all, meanwhile, 
as they're getting to know each other, Franklin is educating Charlie Brown about black shit. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. let me tell you about the Negro Leagues, Jackie Robinson. And then he starts playing jazz, and then I wrote down two special boys just dancing to jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and Franklin is sitting there just like, bap, 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 fucking straight up rerunning it. I'm just like, oh, God, what's happening right now? Was what's happening on TV at this time? I don't No, I don't think so. In 19, uh, no, that was the 70s. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the 70s. Yeah. But, yeah, this, this was, oh, boy. We did learn that Franklin wants to be an astronaut. Yeah. Sorry, Franklin, ain't going to happen. Well, I mean, he loves speed because when they're going down that hill, either he loves speed or he wants to die. (laughs) Because he's just like, fuck this down. This is the only friend I can make. Don't you put your foot on that brake, Charlie Brown. (laughs) Lay off the brake. They do do a test run. And uh, what's the car called? Unstoppable or some shit? Yes, Unstoppable. And they just race it down like almost the fucking things in flames. That's how fast they're going. Yeah. And then Charlie Brown's like, his teeth are shattering shattering and shit. He's like, I got to pull the brake. And Frank's like, don't you do it. Let's see how fast this bad boy can go. (laughs) Don't nobody touch a black man's brake. (laughs) And so they fucking shoot out the car. Uh, I, wrote down, I did write down Franklin want to die in that boxcar. He don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, Listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now. Franklin, like, all right. I wonder when he realized that, you know, Charlie Brown is a bad idea. Because, like, for me, yeah, it would have been when he showed up with those oscillating wheels. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, because I guess, you know, I'm going to give somebody a yeah. chance. You know what I'm saying? Because I've had some of those friends, right? But there's a point where you just look at you just like, oh, this child's special. (laughs) I think when they were talking about black shit and Charlie Brown's just like, gee, golly, I had no idea. I mean, no, no, that's... It's it's a sign of the time. And it's also, it's just like, you know, Charlie Brown knows no other black people. Well... I guess we we now he should have, apparently yeah as that's been thrown turned on his head because yeah. apparently there's all these black people around in town but like seemingly Charlie Brown would have no ex- other experience with black kids yeah and like right. to the point where he's just like yeah you ever heard like James Brown? like he asked what kind of music he likes he's like there's a little Richard a lot love me some James Brown it's like hey you related to James Brown he's like no you know you know he, yeah. he made that quick joke oh no he asked about uh, Lance Armstrong. No. Because uh, Franklin's last name is Armstrong. Well, no, then Charlie Brown made that joke later on, uh, which yeah. was a call back to Franklin's joke about James Brown. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I just, I hate it. I hated their dynamic because I saw what they were trying to do, and I just won. I was like, why are they? It would have been more interesting. Pair Franklin up with someone else. Go oh, to pair, give somebody else some shit. Pair Franklin up with somebody else. Make it Because Charlie but, Brown, is, like you said, is such a pariah. It, again, it's like uh, the Valentine's Day episode where Charlie Brown and Franklin are the only ones that only got like, you know, well, Franklin only got two Valentines, but and Charlie Brown got none, but they were the bottom of the pack in regards yeah. to getting there. Like, they're always, like, Char- Franklin's always at the same level as Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like, at least, like, pair, pair Franklin up with but, Linus. But, but hold on. Who are they going to pair him up with? Because, you know, like, Schroeder. Th- that could have been a musical episode. They're not going to give him shorter. Not going to give him Linus because Schroeder's attached uh, attached to um, Lucy mm-hmm. and uh, Linus. Obviously, Charlie Brown. Yeah, they give him Pigpen. <laughs> well, that's why I him and, yeah. him and the Dirty Child, the Black <laughs> well, that, Child. The they dirty probably child. definitely considered it. And they're like, it has to be Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's our our vis- our uh, our main hook into this. So, all right. So, I, I and this is the thing. By pairing him with Charlie Brown and, like, the way this uh, thing kind of 
uh, played yeah. in th- this film, it almost made it like, oh, Charlie Brown and Franklin, they're so much alike. But yes. they're not. Yeah. They're, they're not alike. Because Franklin is far more aware than a lot of people are in yes. town. Yes. And he's far more, I guess, like cultured and, and worldly. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Brown, <laughs> Charlie Brown is just he's like, a simple man. He's a buffoon. He's a, I mean, like, he's a, I don't think he's a buffoon. I think he's just a simple guy. But the way that he's written, the way that he's played, he's a buffoon. Well, I mean, he does say good grief a lot. Well, no, 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 bro. He tries to kick a football on a regular, gets yanked out from under him, and he goes flying in the air and gets a concussion. Yes, yes. Charlie Brown is a buffoon, and he keeps on falling for it. Mind you, we open with, during the race at the end, and then they're flying in the air. Him and Charlie, uh, Franklin and Charlie Brown are flying in the air. Freeze frame. And then we get a Franklin voiceover. Want to know how I got in this situation? <laughs> and just like, hey, I'm Franklin. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down that Franklin's journey into this town is every black person's experience onboarding into a predominantly white workplace. Because the onus is on them. Yeah. To make everyone around them feel comfortable. Or or if, if, if you are. And um, to uh, get to, you know. Or, or if you went to all white school. Yep. 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 Or, or you live in an area which is more the majority white. That people. is actually, you know what's crazy about that? Especially in 1968. They need to be real and have a bully in here. Yes. Have yes. like a character. It could yes. be, it could even be like a similar character to those fucking kids in the Race for Your Life Charlie Brown shit. Yes. They need to have a bully kid. Yes. Because that's what's going to happen. But again, with the diversity, it's kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing is they, they kind of, they kind of hindered themselves from going deep enough with the character and doing some real shit because they added so much diversity, which is so... They could have done a tag at the end where a bunch of black and brown people started moving into town. Exactly. And they're like, oh, shit, the neighborhood's changing. They could have done a quick gag like that, and that's what introduces you, oh, this is diverse now. Well, but and that's the thing. If they did that, they'd have been like, hey, Franklin was on the forefront yeah. of like kind of integrating this town. He was these kids... First, uh, the first black kid that they ever met, and then the, you know the first kid that they, they and they learn and these kids are, are basically the first ones to learn acceptance yes. in in Minneapolis or or in this town, whatever this you know, town outside is, yeah. of, of Minneapolis, which then opens us just like yeah, and you know and as the years went on, more people like me started uh, to move in, and you know and my friends groups just you know expanded or something like that. I think that's the story that I think that we all expected. Yep. But then once you just you all of a sudden just have all these black faces who were seemingly there before him, it kind of pulls all the wind from the sails of Franklin because what is he special to the peanuts now anymore? Yeah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that maybe I mean, when we looked at the credits, there's only one black writer. Yeah. And he's an animator. So I don't mm-hmm. even know how much yet you wrote. Yeah. But it is possible that they had a draft where they got real. Where it was like Yeah. Like, it could have still been, like, G, go lucky and shit, but, like, he was still the only black character, and, like, they, they touched on a little bit deeper, on a deeper level mm. and stuff. And then I wonder what happened. I wonder if it's, like, I, I'm very curious as to, or if this is the plan the whole time, um, because... Uh, Brandon, we live in a country that's never been racist. That's oh, yeah, what happened. True, true, true. That's, the, that's what happened. The, the, the people, they probably wanted to play it safe because mm. they didn't want to make, uh, you know, certain people feel uncomfortable. Uh, about this, and so they they warded it down. They warded they warded the shit out of this. That's what that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, 
which is, you know. They watered the plant so much that it's drowning. So this is the thing. I saw the trailer. And I and I and I reached out to you. I was like, "Yeah, we got to do this." Yes. Especially because of the scene. Now, if you listen to our review of, um, you know, Happy Thanksgiving, uh, Charlie Brown, yes, or, yeah. or it's Thanksgiving, whatever. It is, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Um, we release it every year, so yes. people have heard it. Yeah. So, the in in the shot where they're actually having a Thanksgiving dinner. All the white kids are sitting on one side of the table, and Franklin is <laughs> in a broken-ass <laughs> chair. He's sitting on a lawn chair on the other side of the table by himself. Yes, yes. So, like, and to, um, you know, uh, to the editor in uh, a Southern editor, they basically gave that guy exactly what he wanted. They basically, you know, kind of, like, you know, segregated. white side. Yeah, it's segregated, whites only, yeah. the white side only. So they actually fixed that in this film. They made... They made a special reference to that where Franklin sits at a table he's at about the to pizza sit on the, shop across from them and he's sitting across from them and it's only him sitting over there on a chair on his own and they invite him over. He's like, Hey, we saved you a seat over yeah. here and he gets to sit next to them. And, and now he's like with everybody, which great. I, it was a great scene and it's like a good way of a great way for them to call out yeah. what they did. So, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, yo, this is something we have to see, especially since we referenced that yes, yep. on, yeah, as, as many other people did. For sure. Uh, you know, on our episode. But, like you said, they honey-dicked us. Yeah. Because we thought that we were going to see people be like, hey, you know what? We screwed up in the past. This, yeah. this should have never happened. And, you know, we're going to fix it. They basically revise the whole thing. It's like, hey, guys, that wasn't the case. You know what's weird? When you, a room full of black and brown people are watching the special together and a black female character pops up and we were all like what the fuck yeah like that was that was a that was a universal reaction we had yes which i'm sure the creators are like wait what that's a problem like but it's so it's i get it it's when you're i think especially because some of the schultzes i guess uh are involved in this i think when you're so close to it you have a and if you don't have a diverse circle around you you don't understand, again, how people have interpreted the art mm-hmm. and how people have settled with it. And you what know? this character means. Yes. And it's like, now it's, it's weird. It, like, it, it's, it's frustrating because you're like, it's not Franklin's story. It's just he's just a character that's getting his own special, but it doesn't mean anything now. It's not special. Like yeah. the Marcy special, I've heard that that's, not, that's good because it talks about her neurodiversity. Mm. And it really hones in it. It's like, because everyone's kind of like, Marcy's a little like, what's going on with Marcy, right? Yeah. She's incredibly smart. And, but what's going on there? And then, like, that special, I guess, talks about it, right? Yeah. So for this to, like, be honing in on Franklin, but then it's like, he's part of this very diverse world, which, mind you, it still feels segregated because none of those other characters are integrated into the main group still. Yeah. So it's like, well, what are you trying to say then? Even though, though, um, I don't know who, who that other girl. There's another girl. She's, you know, obviously she's not Lucy, but she's very Lucy-like. Mm. The black girl was, like, sitting with her. I, actually, and no, she was actually sitting at the same table with Lucy mm. when she was talking shit about Franklin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, like, technically wild. she's adjacent, black- but she's she's not. Because she, if they don't have a name, they're not part of the main yeah. group. That's just the way it yeah. is. Yeah. Let's be real. All the black kids would have sat together. They would have been like, this is some crazy shit. Exactly. And we're also not doing this soapbox shit. Well, so, no, no. They may have done the soapbox thing. Well, I, I don't know. The way those, that those, 
the way that those white kids were just speeding down that street, I would have been like, nope. I mean, especially with no adult supervision. Again, none of the black kids would have wanted. No, because you know their shit would have got sabotaged or destroyed. Oh, for sure. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there would be a bully character if in Race for Your Charlie Brown, those niggas were actively trying to kill those kids. Mm-hmm. There's definitely one like Sid looking motherfucker from Toy Story who's trying to take Franklin down. Yeah, for no reason. You know what I mean? There's... I mean, we know the reason. Yes. <laughs> we know the reason. It would have been crazy if it was Charlie Brown self sabotage. <laughs> the, the enemies from within. Uh, but uh, I mean that. Okay, they get in an argument. Uh, Franklin and Charlie Brown, they do that test run. Franklin goes crazy, immediately blames Charlie Brown. Franklin gets cold as fuck when he tells Charlie Brown, that girl at the lemonade stand was right about you. And then Charlie Brown's like, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait who, who at the lemonade stand? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he basically gave him a look. Charlie Brown's like, I guess I'm just going to go home. <laughs> he's yeah, he's like, I think that's best. <laughs> he's like, the town thinks you're stupid. <laughs> uh, but then uh, I guess later that night, Franklin has to change a heart. Goes out to the woods where they left their soapbox. And then Charlie, first of all. Which, first of all, yeah. seems in worse wear than it was when they <laughs> left it. So yeah. somebody came around and said, huh, box right here. Let's fuck it up, guys. Yeah, you know someone <laughs> probably peed on it and shit. Oh, gosh. Um, but then a flashlight shines on Franklin. Mind you, it's the middle of the night in the woods yeah. in 1968. Yeah, and he's good. a black kid. Yeah, it was like, not good. And the dude, the shadow has a hat on. So it's like a, a white dude just going around with a gun, probably, <laughs> looking for some shit. And revealed to be Charlie Brown, of course. <laughs> But you gotta you gotta pass to be out here, boy. <laughs> so then they they decide to work together again to to build the soapbox. During the montage, Tati was like, "All this for some pizza?" <laughs> she was like, "This is stupid." Well, I mean, it meant more for Franklin because because this was uh, you know uh, Franklin's way, or so he thought, as a, a basically I'm, winning winning yeah. favor of the kids in the town. He's like, if I because this came come from his grandfather's book. It's like if you, everyone loves a winner, mm-hmm. so showed him that you're a winner. So he's just like, if I win um, uh, this race, then everyone will look at me like I'm. Im- I'll impress everybody, and they'll you know then everybody will want to hang hang with me and, and invite me into the group. So yeah, this whole story, I'm sorry, uh, but the whole story is basically about him just trying to fit in and just doing anything to just be part of everybody else, which, again, is a propel- is a compelling story. Yes. Especially as a young black kid in 1968. but In an all-white space, but it's not that anymore. But without them, w- w- with, with them basically pulling the rug from under that, and this is like, oh, race doesn't exist here. Yeah. This race issue doesn't exist here. It kind of just makes things really shitty. Yeah, because in a way, Franklin's just an art kid. Yeah. Like, the whole thing with him talking about the Negro Leagues and stuff like that, that shouldn't really be a thing if, like, this town's as diverse as it looks because they would definitely be talking about some shit during Black History Month at the very unless, least. Unless, Brandon, unless little did we know was that Charlie Brown and his old and his whole gang they were poor kids. They were poor white kids that mm. lived in the black community, and they just focused on them. I mean, it's possible, you know. <laughs> but again, Brandon, we would still have seen a few of these black kids. Oh, for and sure. also, if they were the poor white kids that went to like the black schools because that's where they were zoned for. Well, no, no, technically not because they would have. Um, 
No, uh, uh, the schools were were desegregated in the fifties, correct? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because all the specials we've seen, everything we've reviewed until this point, the it, it just we would have to like watch the Apple TV shit to see what kind of world they've established True. at this point. Because I'm curious to see if it's this diverse, and I imagine we would have had some people say, "Oh, like uh, Franklin's not the only black person anymore," or something like that when the trailer came out. And the fact that that didn't happen makes me think that, I don't know, like, this is a very, I know folks were keeping harping on it, but it was very jarring. Yeah. To see how many black and brown people are in this, in the show now. And again, they don't really have anything to do. They don't contribute to the story anyway. So it's just new Franklins. Yeah. Right. If anything, it makes Franklin look like the sellout. Mm. You know, he's the, he's the bougie black kid. Who just wants to hang with the whites. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, and you know, I I, I couldn't uh, I'll bring it up uh, in my mind, but uh, schools were desegregated in 1954. Okay, so, yeah. So like, this is far in 14 years, yeah. you know. So it shouldn't be an issue, but like, yeah. it's just. But Charlie Brown, there were no black kids before that, and and all of a sudden here they are. Yep. Can we talk real quick about the race itself? Yeah, and all the kids. They're different soapboxes. Peppermint Pally's got a fucking monster truck. Snoopy's got a space rocket with, like, a bunch of birds working in the back. Mm-hmm. And they working on a rocket that propels them and shit. Uh, again, I don't know how Snoopy's able to, one, afford the equipment that he has, and, two, be able to compete in a race for children. Yeah. Um, Snoopy's fucking Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, uh, Charlie Brown's like to Franklin, who's driving, hey, just trust the curve. Don't pull the brake. And then Frank was like, "Yeah, sure, Charlie Brown." I was like, "Yeah, trust me." And then you <laughs> shouted out, "Don't like, do that!" <laughs> Charlie Brown's the last person you want to. Like, folks, uh, if you haven't heard it, it's on our Patreon. Check out our review on uh, "Race for Your Life." Charlie Brown has one of the funniest fails ever in Charlie Brown history, besides the the lack of Valentines. <laughs> That's still like my Twitter uh, background. <laughs> the mailbox, the fight. Yeah. With the- <laughs> It's such a crazy with his suitcase. <laughs> I'm gonna get all these Valentines. Ooh, baby. Folks, if you haven't seen Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown, long story short, is Charlie Brown thinks he's gonna get all the Valentines. And so he takes a suitcase to school. I'm still tearing up laughing thinking about it. <laughs> and he's just walking with a suitcase. And he gets no Valentines. Not even from his best friend. Nope. Nobody. Linus isn't his best friend. No. Linus is his op. He's the op, man. Yes. <laughs> he really is. But then, uh, okay, so going back to Charlie Brown's instructions, though, uh, because Franklin follows his direction, they end up Tokyo drifting. Yes. And almost winning the race until Sally accidentally, I'm doing that in quotes, knocks over an ice cream truck that goes into the middle of the fucking lane. A cart. Cart or whatever. Who's <laughs> just <And then laughs> a fucking Hulk? Ah, my babu. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, in order to save the other kids, they crash. They intentionally yeah. crash into the carts and yeah, knock it off. He sacrifices the course. himself. Yeah. So the black kids sacrifice himself for the whites. <laughs> and then they all pass them. Yep. Well, they, they they go fly in the air and get all fucked up. The, yeah. the car gets fucked up. They all pass them. Lucy wins and shit. And um. Then they, they, they inspire each other to carry their cart to the finish line. And they come over the hill like fucking cool runnings. <laughs> and all the kids are like, wait, is that Charlie Brown, the black kid? And they're no, like, the new kid. The yeah, new kid. Yeah. They all call him the black kid. 
And then Marcy slowly starts, they, she starts to slow clap as they're struggling to walk the car to the finish line. Nobody helps them. Mm-hmm. They even drop it at one point because it's so fucking heavy. Yep. And they're just like, you guys got it. You Don't got give it. up. Don't give up, you coon cricket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then they start, then they start, you know, cheering for them once they get to the finish line. And then Franklin's like, are they cheering for us? And Charlie Brown's like, finally, I get some type of accolades. <laughs> and then Franklin's like, how much of a loser are you? That didn't happen, but that definitely should have it been. The, that should have been the dialogue. Um, and so then they go to celebrate the pizza spot. Snoopy is dressed up as Joe Cool by the jukebox. Yeah, playing Coltrane. Yo, he looked like a pedophile. <laughs> he looked like an old nigga that knew that that's where the youngins hang out. And he put on a sweater and some sunglasses. Looking and like the Fonz. And wouldn't stop smiling. Yeah, when Snoopy, I used to think Joe Cool was kind of fun. As an adult, Joe Cool is one of the most unsettling side characters ever. Listen, if I saw a dog or just a little boy or a slightly older boy, because technically Snoopy is a dog, so he's mm. definitely older than them. Yes. In dog years. With sunglasses on and a leather jacket hanging out by the jukebox with my kids, we're shooting that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, he's but out I know it's going to stop. He's hanging out by the table with just that big-ass smile on you. Like, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. It's over. Mm. Bang, bang. <laughs> That dog has to go down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, this special is only 40 minutes, folks. So it's 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 quick to the point, um, which the point kind of gets lost because it's, it's weird because they start off. And I think this is where like it had to have changed in production mm. halfway through some because it starts off like I'm the new kid, but also wink, wink. I'm the new black kid. Yeah. Like, I'm the new kid who also happens to be black. And so we're going to kind of touch on that, but mostly we're using me as the new kid to explore these different themes. Yeah. And then once you start seeing diversity, you're like, well, what? Yeah. They honey dicked us. Yeah. We, we, thought, we thought that we were going to see something that was like, oh, shit. And it's also, they put it out during Black History Month. Yes. You know, he's historically the only black character yeah. in the Peanuts uh, crew. And, like... That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Black people were excited for this. And then you basically just change it. It's like, no, he's not the only black kid. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Just to break down our rain system, baby. Stop calling me baby. So guys, you know how we I do just this. called you baby for the first I, time. I, I was, stop calling me baby. And you did not call me baby for the first time. Don't you do that. Uh, guys, you know how we do this. We rate movies, bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL 4D exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pop piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we sat down. We watched Snoopy Presents Welcome Home, Franklin. A 2024 Black History Month <laughs> TV special based around Franklin, <laughs> our favorite Negro boy. <laughs> What say you, Brandon? I'm giving this a small. It's not terrible. You know, and there are some moments where I, like, I chuckled or I, I smiled. And, you know, the animation looks really good. I like mm. kind of how they've modernized the old aesthetic. Mm. Um, the voice acting was pretty solid. But, again, it's just a long time. 
I don't even want to say fan of the carrots because I've never known the carrots are deep enough to be a fan. Yeah, they never gave us anything. But just to see having that representation and finally be the focal point after all this time, and this is what we get is very, very disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing because it because then it doesn't really mean anything. It's very, it's very performative. Yeah, you know what I mean. Versus actually going deep and exploring what it's like to be a new black kid in this neighborhood. And how you kind of find your footing and being accepted. If they finally, if they have fully done that, and then we ended on him being embraced, like you said, on the other side of the table, to make up for like that Charlie Brown Thanksgiving shit, that would have been powerful. That would have made me like, man, I gotta start watching these again and stuff like that. Now I only want to watch to be like, did they have diversity for the beginning when they started this Apple TV shit? Mm. Because then if they did, it's interesting because as I, I'm, if I were a kid. Now, let's say I was, I was 10 years old and I watched the special. I might be like, that was cool, right? If I already watched the series, like uh, the very specials, and it was this diverse, I might be like, oh, it's just like, you know, Franklin's the new kid. Hmm. But then I don't care about Franklin, the significance of Franklin, because I've already seen all the diversity around Franklin. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. It, it's... Uh but I guess you could say the same about any of the white characters. They want to focus on Linus or they want to focus on Lucy. It's like all the other characters are white. So it's just another story about this particular theme. Yeah. So I yeah, guess but, but maybe that's are, what they're trying to do. Yeah, but this. those are all well fleshed out characters yeah. who have, you know, decades uh, on screen, you know, things that you could work off. This is like the, this is the one character who we really have nothing on. Nope. Like we know more about Pigpen we know just as much about Pigpen that we do Franklin. And yep. yes, Pigpen was around beforehand, but Pigpen has a, a stick. He's dirty. You know yeah, which I don't understand. Like, so actually, how which, is he able to navigate life? Like, they wouldn't let him in this pizzeria. Well, yeah. Well, hold on. Let's, let me finish that thought though. Pigpen is dirty. Franklin is black. Yes. That's only like they're on the same level in peanuts, but Pigpen's just been around longer. Mm. Like that's that's what the peanuts has been, and it was always have been. Yeah, and like and that says a lot, and that's why what they did here for me only deserves a small as well because it's very disingenuous. Mm -hmm. It's just very disingenuous, and you know I, all the points you made. You know I echo the same thing, so I don't necessarily want to uh, repeat everything that you said. Uh, but they really missed the mark on here, and like I, I was looking forward to more uh, yeah. out of this, and then seeing how they kind of just kind of backpedaled on you know on really telling a compelling story about a character who every yeah. black person who's ever seen Peanuts has yeah. always wondered about and has been, you know, jokes on SNL, jokes in many media, mm -hmm. uh, uh, black mediums especially, um, and they kind of, it's just a cop-out. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of potential with this. Um, I really think that they could have done something really special and really funny with this. Like, I almost wanted this to be almost like a, in the tone of a blackish episode where you have mm. like this fun voiceover and it's this kid navigating this, this new space that's predominantly white and he just learns to take deal with it in stride and like, you know, makes a few friends, but also knows like, Hey, this is going to be weird, but I'm, I'm down for the journey or whatever. Well, you know what I mean? Also, we got to realize that they, the way they set it up, 
they, they kind of set it up for success because Franklin knows diversity because he's lived in four different countries yeah. prior to this. So he's, you know, very in, uh, attuned to being, you know, the only black kid, you know, you know, in a space and, and, you know, and just like navigating this, but it's the town that has to learn to navigate him. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. the other fact is you, they had an opportunity to really make these kids something special yeah. and, not, and not outside of Franklin, but the rest of the peanuts cast because they recognize Franklin for who he is and they take him in. And then, you know, you know, again, now you have goodwill from these characters from yes. the fifties yep. who people assume it was like, they ain't messing with this kid. <laughs> they sat him on the other side of the table yep. and then they bring him into a group and they make him a, So like, like it's such a missed opportunity to do something really special. And that's also, let's be real. What, when did that Peanuts movie come out? The CGI one. It came out like 10 something years ago, maybe? Yeah, I think so. And Franklin barely had any lines of that, and he was nigga jigging. Yeah. Okay? So don't try to act like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this has uh, been a thing for like the past 10, you know, uh, 20 plus years or some shit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very, like you said, it's very disingenuous, but, and we wish it had been better, but, you know, there's worse things you could watch. I will say that. And I guess if you have young kids now, it's not the worst thing to watch. It's just, it's not going to be that deep. And, you know, I think that it's frustrating because I think there was a lot of missed opportunities. I don't know what initially the original concept was, but I wish it had just been more. Um, yeah. But it is what it is, everybody. You know, make your own decision. But um, that's a medium popcorn it's a special bonus episode on Welcome Welcome home, Franklin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, it's, You're home now. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the neighborhood where we got uh, bald and white kids and a creepy pedophile dog. Why is he keep smiling? Snoopy just shows his teacher. He's not even barking. Just smiling. <laughs> well, he's not even growling. He's yeah, like, just, just smiling. And well, that's the thing. He doesn't even growl. He just goes like he, like like really creepy. Oh, that's yeah. very creepy for sure, for sure. All right, y'all. Y'all know you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens on Threads and Instagram. You can follow the show at Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms. Be sure to go to YouTube.com slash Medium P Podcast. Push that subscribe button so you get alert about all future reviews and celebrity interviews we have on the show. And Justin, if you want to follow the show, I mean, if people want to support the show financially as well as follow you, my brother, what can they do? Well, first of all, guys, uh, Jay Brown did it on the socials. But if you want to support this show and continue making this show better and better and better, you guys take yourself on down to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Yeah, $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages on there. So you know, you'll get all of our bonus episodes, our backlogs, you know, and just more. There's so much on Patreon, and you need to be a part of it. And again, take yourself down to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. That's right. Come on down, everybody. Come on down, and we'll go down. What? We'll go down in your ears. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Let's just... I want some lim- Brandon Collins. I want some those. lemonade. <laughs> I want some lemonade. That... Yeah, there should have been at least one racist character. Yeah, had to. All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all soon. Happy Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Popcorn, we are too near the
it's me and Justin Brown for your movie needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault.